0: eye-opening aspects of Ecclesiastes is how consistent it is across the board. When it says that all is vanity, it really means all and that even lumps in good things. So it covers an abundance of things that we would consider good things and it says they're vanity. One of those things is wisdom. But what we need to do is consider how the Bible defines wisdom. What picture does it paint of what wisdom is? And the book of Proverbs is the best place to start. It's part of the wisdom literature genre of Scripture, and it it is a full depiction of godly wisdom, how God defines wisdom. And a short definition of wisdom, according to Scripture, is seeing things with the perspective of God, valuing things, the way that God values them and living with godly skill. So that means as we make our way through life, we are viewing things the way that God sees them as we walk in step with Him. We are valuing things, especially moral decisions, the way that God would value them. And we're living out life, especially those complex situations with godly skill, how we're treating other people, how we're making decisions, how we're valuing things. That is Biblical wisdom in a nutshell. So the question we're confronted with is in what sense is wisdom vanity? Everything I just said, everything that I just drew from Scripture is a good thing. So in what sense is it vanity? So the first thing that we need to remember is that Ecclesiastes is not defining wisdom in such a God-centered way. It is taking that under-the-sun perspective, remember, where there's a removal of God at the center of life. So when Ecclesiastes is talking about wisdom, it's often talking about the definition of wisdom that we looked at at the beginning, expertise, knowledge, cleverness, problem-solving. It removes God from the center of that and, and leaves us with a sense of human ability. Well, that's not a bad thing. We need people who are savvy and clever and educated and experts but it's short-sighted. There's a limit to that kind of wisdom. So when Ecclesiastes says wisdom is vanity, it's saying man-centered wisdom, our best effort at understanding things comes to an end. There are problems we cannot solve. There's a time limit on it, and there's a vapor aspect to it. Because remember, vanity means it's a vapor, it passes. So the wisdom of man is like a vapor, that's what Ecclesiastes is saying in this under the sun understanding of wisdom. And We can see all that as the case because when we think of this sort of human driven wisdom, we can see a handful of ways that it, it can easily depart from honoring the Lord. It can become selfish and used for for our purposes. If we're talking expertise, if we're talking problem solving and savvy, well that lends itself to selfishness. It lends itself to me using my cleverness for my gain rather than for the good of others, for the good of society, to honor the Lord. We see that it passes away. All of the gains of mankind pass away between generations. What we learn now has to be relearned in the next generation. So there's, there's, a, there's a backstop on this kind of wisdom. There's, a, there's just a general, defined, confined nature to man-centered wisdom. But not only that, Ecclesiastes is also calling godly wisdom vanity. Does that mean it's bad or pointless? It doesn't. It can't. That, that cannot be what it means. So in what sense is Biblical godly wisdom also vanity? Once again, we have to remember that vanity does not mean pointless, it doesn't mean meaningless, it means passing away. So even godly wisdom has a shelf life under the sun. Think about all of the moral lessons that have been learned over the past generations. Think of the Great Awakenings, think of the Reformation, think of the founding of the Church and then think about where we are today. We have to relearn all of the biblical wisdom lessons that our forefathers, that the generations before us have learned. We start at zero over and over and over again. It doesn't carry over from generation to generation. There's a passing away of biblical wisdom as one generation departs and the next one rises up. So biblical wisdom is vanity in that sense. There's another sense that godly wisdom is vanity, and that's because of the effects of the fall in Genesis 3. The world is antithetical to biblical wisdom, it pushes against it, it resists it. So no matter how much wisdom God grants us, no matter how much we are viewing things in His perspective, all that really means is that we are seeing how clearly we are at odds with life under the sun in many ways. There's a bucking against the flow of culture, the flow of nature, the flow of everything, because the world is marked by decay and entropy and human beings with natures that that resist God. So even as we grow in wisdom, there's a resistance in the world. And so, again, is that wisdom pointless? Not in the slightest. But it's not able to resolve all of that. That fallen nature of the world needs a much greater resolution through Jesus Christ, so our biblical wisdom is not the resolution to that problem. The last way that biblical wisdom is vanity throughout the book of Ecclesiastes is made clear in chapter two, verse 16, where it talks about how the same fate befalls everyone, both the foolish and the wise, the righteous and the unrighteous. That is vanity. The fact that our wisdom does not earn us a better state at the end. Death comes for us all, Ecclesiastes tells us. The same fate befalls us all. So all of our wisdom, no matter how much gain we've made in this life, doesn't change the end result of being a human under the sun. There is an end point on it. So when Ecclesiastes calls biblical wisdom vanity, it's not speaking to the value of the wisdom, but to the ability of our wisdom even godly wisdom to effect lasting change beyond ourselves or in a world that resists God. So now we're left with the question of what do we do with wisdom? We've said that it has value, but we've said that the value isn't enough to effect lasting change. Is wisdom pointless? Is wisdom worth pursuing? Is fearing the Lord worth our time and energy and giving our lives to? That's really, that's really the question we're facing. And the answer is that wisdom is absolutely worthwhile. Fearing the Lord is absolutely worthwhile. Ecclesiastes 2 also tells us that there is more value in light than in darkness. That's a pretty blunt statement, and it almost seems, it, it almost seems too obvious to say, but when you're talking about this muddled, confused reality, sometimes blunt, clear statements are exactly what we need. So, there is more value in light than in darkness. Ecclesiastes 2.13 says, well, what does that mean? It means that living by godly wisdom is of much greater value than in discarding it. There is is value in it. What value? Especially if it doesn't last. There's value in that living according to the fear of the Lord is bringing the light of the Lord under the sun. It is bringing the, the realities of God's mind and values and goodness from above the sun to this fallen reality. Living a life in pursuit of godly wisdom is shining the, the light of Christ into this world. It is bringing renewal to the world around you. Will it last much beyond you? That's not up to us. It's up to God what happens beyond our time on this earth. But when we live according to God's mind, His values, when we live in step with the Lord, in fear of the Lord, we are bringing the hope of the gospel in a very real way to a fallen world under the sun.